Biff, why? Biff, your background sound like the background of a fighting game with the cars driving by. I'm, you know, Biff, I, I want to be inside, but, you know, I can't go inside. But I'm, when I get up in the chair, I will. No, you good. But I just, I just got off. I'm tired. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of From My Experience Podcast. I'm your host, Rob, joined by my lovely co-host, Biffers. Hi, guys. Yeah, I need to go in. It's really loud. I, it's not that loud, actually, on my end. Probably for you. Oh, um, okay. Well, that's, I just want to make sure you can hear. Well, I'm clearly under the weather a bit. Actually, I feel fine. I'm just really stuffy. Like, I don't feel Congested. sick. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's the crud. Um... We're going to keep this one kind of short and sweet. We've got a couple of topics to talk about. Um, life has been going well, though, for me. How about you, Biff? Um, It's better. I started working uh, yesterday hey, at my new job. Hey, I'm a little yeah, mad at you. I wish you would not have posted that Will Smith thing because I definitely might buy that jacket. Oh, man, that, that collection is getting caught. But uh, uh, if you didn't know, you guys, Will Smith is releasing a Bel Air uh, line, athletic line wear. Um, it's coming out October 14th. That's my baby's birthday. Happy birthday, Chargers. Um, yeah, it, 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 he debuted on Ellen. You can Google it. Some of those pieces are fire. That paisley jacket with like the navy blue uh, collar. I yeah. think that was my favorite. That was my favorite piece. That jacket was dope. Um, nah, Biff. Okay, they must have made a typo because on the website it says it's available now through October 14th. Well, it doesn't make sense for him to come out with that and then why would you only drop it for two weeks and not leave it? Like, you know, much? okay. Yeah, you lose money if you don't sell everything out them two weeks. Yeah. But then again, I guess they predicted that shit to sell out. That money ball looks dope. I'm not paying $60 for a ball that I'm never going to bounce, though. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> a ball will never touch the ground. All right, y'all. Does that come in Funko Pop form? Right? <laughs> Where's the Fresh Prince Fun Pop? Funko Pops? They have, um, I think, they, yeah, they got some. They got um, Will, or maybe Carlton. Might have to get that. Perhaps. Um. All right, so um thank you all who are in the if you're in the facebook group shout out to you this is dedicated to y'all y'all are doing a great job of fueling some of the topics and giving us feedback even though nobody ever emails us um <laughs> ever so uh, the first thing i guess we'll tackle is raising children Oh, I heard it. I thought it flipped over. It sounded like it flipped over. It did. Like it's about to overheat. So um I brought I was joking, but I got some crazy answers. I was like, what is the wildest thing your parents ever cut your ass with, right? Ooh. Yo. Some of y'all was abused. I'm just going to say that now. Some of y'all my, was abused. My cousin said an extension cord, wooden spoon, belt, slippers, comb, brush, and a switch. Uh, my other cousin, extension cord, <laughs> yardstick, <laughs> wooden spoon. Hold on, I'm going to get to it. Wait, that's your friend. Shakira Jump, that's your friend, yo. She yeah, said she got beat with a box like... fan. What? <laughs> <laughs> Is you and David Wait. I know somebody who got beat with a muffler? Yeah, wait. 
Wait, before we start, <laughs> y'all, we, I mean, child abuse is not right. We're not making light of anyone who's truly getting abused. These are personal experiences that we're looking mm-hmm. at from people. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. A fly swatter. Mm-hmm. A fan from belt. From Wow. Right. My mom that have been Creole, she had like the precision of a Mexican with her sandal. Then Chancellor's like how they be throwing them shit mm-hmm. like football. My mom was like ninety eight percent from the field. Yo. And it, be, a... it was a leather and I never forget, it's a leather thong flip flop. <laughs> I, I got one for y'all in a minute, I'ma tell you. Um shout out to my frat brother Denzel. He talking about an iron cord and those bricks, my pop's hands and a shoe. <laughs> and as Biff said, David, shout out to David. Someone got beat with a muffler. I need that story. <laughs> oh God, I need. That. Um, I just seen the cone. She had the brush and the switch. Oh girl, well, I think that's a girl thing. Get hit with the brush because you put your hands in your head. Get uh, off the head. Yo, I never forget. I don't remember if it was my mom or dad, but I had. I don't know how they landed this. I was sitting down and I did something. I was like sitting on the floor. And they threw a flip-flop from across the room. It hit my kneecap that had like a fresh scab <laughs> on it. And it popped the scab open. And my knee started bleeding, yo. It was the craziest. I'm like, <laughs> this boy trying to kill me. So, you know, I was hollering even though it didn't really actually hurt. Yeah, I was more wrong. like in shock. Because I'm like, yo, you just busted my scab open, bro. Man. That's crazy. So we said all that to say this, um, and I posted this in the group. I don't have kids, and I said, now parents and soon-to-be parents and potential parents, how do you or how will you discipline your child or churn? Ask cuttings, lectures, grounding, housework, let's talk. Um, I definitely, oh, I, I chimed in. I said it's definitely different for each child. It always sounds good what you're going to say in theory. I'm going to practice this or I'm going to do this and we're not going to do that. But let me tell you, these little motherfucking heathens is different, okay? These kids is something else. And every kid is created differently. So every kid you have to... You can't engage with them the same. Like, I have one child. Well, all I got to do is yell at him and he get his shit together. But then there's another child who don't get it until he get hit. Then it's sinking. Or you got one child where all you need to do is sit down and black. Like, let's talk about it. But then you got another child where you got to ask questions to get to. So, I mean, discipline really depends on the child. Charger, he loves Fortnite, the games, the tablet, the TV. I'm not going to whip your ass. I'm just going to take all the shit you love. And as soon as I took all the shit he loved, school started picking back up. Everything else started getting back in order. So mm-hmm. it's not necessarily... You, you. Sometimes discipline doesn't always mean physical. Yeah, I, don't, I agree. I personally, I personally don't want to put my hands on a child, but I do know. Yeah, I even did it myself. There's gonna be that one day where your child stick their chest up at you, and you gotta, you know, put them back in their spot. But other than that, I would not like to put my hands on my child. I might threaten you. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna beat you. Know what I'm saying? I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna whoop your ass. But I'm not gonna follow through with it now because I just did. Um, I I think <laughs> I'm probably gonna do a, a mixture of both. I think, and I heard um. I heard kind of heard part of this on the Breakfast Club, and Charlemagne doesn't believe in popping kids or beating kids, and Envy said he popped his kids, and I feel like you know, it came from the um, well I don't even want to go that that far, but uh, he was like, well you can just talk to him, and I'm like, kids, I don't a hundred percent know when their their cognitive you know mind 
when all that develops to where they actually understand what you're saying and what it means. But like a pop or something like that is like an immediate. Okay, every time I do this, this mug gonna hit me, so I'm not gonna do this anymore. It's like immediate. But I think yeah, once they get older. Um, that ain't true, Biff. That's not true. <laughs> I, I'm gonna tell you what my boy, um, where's EJ? EJ Brown said, um, first I show you, then I ask you, then I tell you, then I make you make you by light discipline such as timeout punishment. Then after all that, it's free reign to beat that ass because obviously <laughs> the child is being defiant. So, you know, and I also I'm with you, Biff. Like I feel like I'm probably gonna cut butt when they're smaller. If they're being overtly defiant, and then when they get older, yeah, moving to punishments, because that's what I used to hate punishment, boy. I think my dad wouldn't take the power cord to my PS One. Biff, Biff, no. And then I was um me coming up, I was in the age of when the internet first started booming, mm -hmm. so everybody had a MySpace and a Black Planet in. You know that was the shit at school. And God forbid you couldn't get on your goddamn internet and see what happened at you know mm -hmm. what happened on Black Planet and what ha you know that's what mom did. Give me, the, give me, the, give me the router. Mm, wouldn't mm. beat me wouldn't say nothing give me the router because she knew I, I loved wi-fi that was my way because we was out in the country that was my way of communicating so what you love i'm gonna cut it off and that's what she did but i wound up getting her ass back by lying saying i had to uh do a school project so i need the internet i'm getting off <laughs> i'm getting off yo yeah i've definitely done some things my dad you know rest in peace dad i love you Sir, used to hide the extent the the video game cable at the top of the closet. The closet. Sir, I'm four yeah. I'm that fourteen. Is, I can reach that. So I'm playing video is, games until you get home, <laughs> and I can see you walking up that walkway. <laughs> I just sit there with my window open so I can see out the window. Yeah. Like they used to kill me. Like, mom, I know where you put it at in your closet. Yeah, I know. Matter of yeah. fact, I played. Me and my brother played on Nintendo sixty four. Beat Mario. Put the bitch back, and she didn't even know. Yeah, they they'll never know. Like, she was like, we was playing the game. And she was like, how y'all just so good at this game already? The only time that really sucked, though, is like, you could do that, but you'd only get, like, that hour, hour and a half. But if it was, yeah, like, a, a Tuesday or Wednesday night when nothing was on TV, oh, my God, yo. You be dying, man. You be dying. Um, But, yeah, I think that's how I'm probably going to be. Um, it, It's interesting. Um, Ass-cutting homework lectures. Um, yeah, I mean, like even now, but I've noticed also now instead of ass cutting because the the lightest of ass cutting could be seen as abuse depending on who witnesses it. Mm -hmm. Um, I have I have a good one of my um older girlfriends of mine. She um she did exercise with her baby. Ah. Get on the wall, put your hands up. Yeah, I'm tired. Chores. Do yeah. a plank. So I'm tired. Run around here till I get tired. Yeah. Jumping jacks till I get tired and hold these books and hold your arms straight up. They it's not you? abuse, right? Yeah, and that's the that's the other I thing, man. I ain't gonna lie, she is Greek. <laughs> Le the 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 legalities. I don't know the legalities. I don't even know if you're technically allowed to even hit your kids. Like I don't know. You are, but you you are allowed to discipline your kids, but not to where it like split skin, leave bruises, leave any type of marking or that's a traumatic experience. But that one could be up in the air. Yeah, I think as far that, as what I... what is traumatizing because I you know just like. It's like abusers will punch you through a damn book or some shit, so you yeah. don't get no, uh, you know. There's, I'm pretty sure there are abusive people who know ways around it, but yeah. That's interesting. If it's something that could be physically be seen, that could be considered abuse or something that is overtly too much. Like you know, like the little ass beating videos you be seeing go viral that I mm -hmm. hate seeing. Yeah. Like a little girl, a little boy getting their ass cut, and I mean like toe up like they adults by a fucking belt. I hate seeing them. 
I ain't gonna lie. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm not gonna lie. I'm sorry. I'm not gonna lie. I'm sorry. I'm not gonna lie. I'm sorry. I wish I knew the story behind them, but when the dads put on the boxing gloves of them teenage sons, when they think, because I, I, I be wanting to know, I be wanting to know what happened. You know what? A lot of times, those videos, if you go back and read the comments, a lot of times, them, them teenage, when they, them hormones get to rushing in, you know, I'm tall, ass tall as daddy, so I'm smelling myself. Let me try this nigga. I don't care who it is. Every every teen has tried their parent at some point. If it was me, I wouldn't do it the way I've seen, because there's a very famous, popular one. This dad hitting, I guess that was his son, hitting him with an overhand right, dropped him. Nah, let's go in the gym. You put your headgear on, I put my, mine on, let's go. You know what I'm saying? If no, you feel Biff, like you nah, can go, I don't want to just. You can't just go find the gym like that, Biff. What you? You gotta think about it. If you well, I don't want to give him brain damage. He knocked his. You he ain't knocked... no Biff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, he, he knocked that, but yeah, he did, I yo. He knocked the shit out of him. But that little and boy like you said, like really going off, and, like that little boy was really like he deserved it, Biff. He said, "Come on, Linda, put your hands up. Put your hands up." He nah, did. he deserved it because he was trying to fight his daddy bare hands. Yeah. And the daddy was like, no, nah, I ain't gonna fight you bare hands because that's when they gonna call child abuse. Put them gloves on. You wanna fight? Put some gloves on. Man, he he dropped them. Um, yeah, and got his ass dropped. That, you know them, all that old black man strength. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, and I, I never did that with my dad um, or my mom. I had too much respect for my parents to feel like that. Even if, you know, because my parents taught me to be responsible and to take responsibility for my actions. So, like, if I, is that an airplane? If I... <laughs> If I messed up yeah, or I screwed up, ah, if I messed up or screwed up, you know what I mean? I knew that I played a part in that. I might not agree with or like the type of punishment I received, you know what I'm saying? But it was never enough for me to want to like fight them. Like I'm not even that kind of an angry person. I'm like, I'm not gonna yeah, fight I my dad. I was like, never that child to be like, I want to fight my mama. We didn't had our moments when we done bumped heads, teenage years. Yeah. Like she did hit me. She tried to hit me. man. My mama, uh, she gave me a two. Well, it wasn't really no two piece. It was like a one piece, but she gave me two. When I tell you that lady went there and called my auntie like she got damn Mike Tyson, Holyfield, my ass to the roof. I was so mad. <laughs> Wait, Ooh, it was a one piece, but she gave me two. I'm getting off. No, it was a two piece, but I only received one. Oh, you missed us. She missed. Yeah, but you ain't. Fin- nah, I blocked that shit. Now nah, you oh. nah, I, I take some body shots, bitch. But you ain't finna hit me in my face. Yeah, I don't agree with that either. Yeah, no. She was just mad because I got caught sneaking out. So and she threw her little one-two. I also think my discipline would be different depending on if it's a, my son or my daughter. But see, so, Bill, then that's, a, that's the whole thing. Now, could that be considered a double standard? Because it is a double standard. Very, Absolutely. That can go very deep. That can go very deep as far as you treating one child one way and treating another child another. Or you can do it how some, some families do it. One go down, y'all go down. I used to hate that, bruh. I remember I there was this creek in the backyard. It was a ditch in the backyard of my aunt's house. And my older cousins used to jump over it and go mess with the girls at the apartment complex. It was maybe about maybe about as wide as a queen-size bed. Um, maybe about <laughs> that wide. And they could jump over it. And me and my cousin used to copy them and jump over it, too. But one day, we was chilling. We had just played. You know, after you play, you're a little tired. Yeah. My aunt was. My aunt caught us and was like, don't y'all be jumping over that thing. This mug ran and slipped and fell in there, soaking wet. He gonna look at me, talking about, man, I ain't gonna get in trouble. I ain't gonna get in trouble, man. Jump in there too, so we can just get in trouble together. I said, what? Uh-uh, uh-uh. <laughs> no, nah, bro, you on your own, bro. You on your own. I ain't gonna get in trouble. Yeah, yeah, you gonna get in trouble. Mm-hmm. I was like, nah. <laughs> you know, we go down together. No, you shouldn't have jumped. No. 
Something like we go down together. Nah, son. This was your idea that I told you not to do. He definitely got his butt cut too. It had the nerve to try oh, to be mad at I mean, me. I'm like, nah. Right, because I don't want to go down with you. Right. What the hell's wrong with you? All right. Um, we're gonna leave that at that. Feel feel free to comment, email us from myexperiencepodcast.com or FME underscore podcast on um Instagram if you have any thoughts about this topic. Moving on, me and Biff's biggest shortcoming. Shout out to Tiffany Smalls. Uh, Tiffany, let me pull you up here. Hold up. So Tiffany posted something, and I was just like, oh, yeah, been there, done that. Oh, um, yeah. Too many times. Um, All right, Bev. Yeah, let me go find a question because that was actually pretty good, and it could be vice versa. No, I have the question. I was trying to find. Never mind. I'll just have to have her on the show. Tiffany be selling stuff. I forgot what, what she be selling. Tiffany sells shampoo. She makes her own shampoo. Um, we might have to have her on to talk about that. All right, I got it. Yeah, that's fine. So, oh, go ahead. All right. So basically, if you're a guy, I'm using. You know, just exchange sexes or whatever sex you like. Just use that pronoun. But this one in particular is for the ladies, but it can also be vice versa. But it says, ladies, you meet two guys. One constantly tells you how fine sex you are, but gives you no real conversation. The other one tells you that you're beautiful to him after several intellectual conversations, but never compliments you and never uses the word fine or sexy. Which one are you more inclined to go on a date with and why? So basically, the way I read it is, if some well, it's, I'm just trying to read. This is the question we asking: Would you go with somebody who's not as attractive but gives you all the qualities that you need, versus somebody that is you're as attracted to but not giving you everything you need? And be honest with yourself. I'm gonna be honest. I always choose the motherfucker that looks. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and, and that, that um, take me down a road. That road Motherfucking time, so I just quit that shit. You know I'm what? Tell you. you stupid. Being, I'm, I'm serious. Being shallow ain't gonna get you nowhere unless you got money. That might not even get you anywhere. I um, I've never really been in a situation where two people were truly competitive enough to even have my attention like that. I've always been with one person, but that one person was typically. Typically with the fine women, um, even though my woman now is fine, she's perfect for me. But, like, in the past, yeah, you get that. Like, they play these games, man. Um, and I think part of a Biff is our personalities. Like, they're not used to dealing with someone like us who is, like, genuine and real. They're so used to the BS. They're, like, waiting for you to mess up. Um, mm -hmm. But if I was in a situation where I had a fine girl... Um, you know, who was, you know, calling me sexy and all this, but I had an intellectual that was not as attractive. Um, for me, it probably come down more so to person, true personality. Um, especially me at this older age, because there's certain things that don't matter to me as much. Like, how fine you are is cool, but it doesn't matter to me like it did 10 years ago. Like, 10 years yeah. ago, I'm thinking about what everyone else is going to think when I'm out with you. Now I'm thinking, who the hell is going to be my damn partner? Who's going to have my back? <laughs> you know what I mean? Who's going to help me pay these bills and get this money is what I'm thinking about. So at this day, it's this state, um, whoever stimulates the mind, you know, you give me intellectual conversation. Cool. Let's do that. Cause I can see that going somewhere versus, all right, you compliment me all day, but what else, what's between your ears? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Biff always choose the fine. 
<laughs> oh my god, Biff. Yeah, I, I mean, learned my lesson about that, Biff. I did. I learned my lesson. But I think that was more or less like, you know, young 20s. I think that's just part of, you know, finding what you like, don't like, what you need, what you don't need as far as in a partner or some shit. Like, you know, I think that's just one of them life things. But then that also taught me, like, it taught me about me. Like, that t- it showed me, like, I need to fix myself too. Yeah. It sure uh, is a lot of fights and questions right now. Oh Lord, Chriselle commented. Um, shout out to Chriselle Marshall. She said, "I'm going with the one who's the most consistent and dependable. Like, how do I feel after engaging with him? How does he respond to my thoughts and opinions? I couldn't care less about the words he does and doesn't use. What do his actions say?" Then my cousin, shout out to Chaz, if you're listening. She said, "What are you looking for, and how do you want to be treated?" Ooh, that question, right? Listen. I wish more women would ask themselves that question. What are you looking for and how do you want to be treated? Like, those are like two extremely, like, that. that's it. <laughs> really, that's it. That's like, that's what I ask myself. That, but then also, Biff, I'm be honest, not, it's not necessarily just women, but a lot of people aren't sure what they want in a partner or they aren't sure what mm-hmm. they're seeking. The only thing they can tell you is what they absolutely don't like. Okay, you can tell me what you don't like, but what do you like? What, what, characteristics are you actively seeking out in somebody and a lot of people don't know hell this sometimes i still don't you know what's funny this is and but see they're funny enough they're like they're not one in the same but knowing what you don't like is half the battle because it's like all right i know i don't like this so let me stay away from this and go explore this let me go explore this because i've done that too i've dated different types of girls like i've dated the churchy girl i've dated the hood rat girl i've dated the i'm trying to turn my life around girl i've dated the you know different types and african who did turn your life around (laughs) 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 shout out to chocolate oh my god personally met chocolate chocolate is one of my favorite girls in the world because she makes my biff happy oh my god you are hilarious yeah (laughs) So Biff, you, you have to do that. <laughs> I know, Biffers. I know. Oh, you drinking? <laughs> Let me get some. Oh, that's after the boy lay down. I'm gonna get that drink. Mm-hmm. Biff out here with the Super Saiyan blue hair, y'all. With a Dragon Ball <laughs> shirt on. I'm getting off, yo. <laughs> <laughs> and I can wear it to work. That's the best part. Oh wow, you chilling? How you love the new job so far? Oh, you ain't yeah, even do anything right. yet. It's- yeah, I mean, I've been doing just, like, the training and stuff. Because, you know, lab work and all that. Doing a bunch of training and HR paperwork. But it's, uh, I really like the fact that it's a smaller, way, way smaller than where I was at before. Like, people don't, aren't looking at you as a number so much. They actually know you. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Like, it's a real familiar feel. It's, it's some downsides to working for a smaller company. Of course, you know, pay cuts and the benefits aren't exactly as grand as working for the government. But... It's a good job. It's a. I feel like it's a culture. I feel like I can flourish in. Okay. And be and because they're now they're picking up like bigger contracts and stuff for other pharmaceutical countries, so, uh, companies. So now the guy was like, "This is like a, a golden time to get in." So by the time they start, you know, bringing in more and more people, as you know, they need more needs fulfilled. I, it'll be easier for me to get into a leadership role. Got you, cause you and got like you. today. Yeah, today was the second day, and they was already like the safety guy was already kind of asking me like, "Oh." You know a lot about safety because I was coming from an environment that was safety was number one. Like it, it was actually regulated mm-hmm. because of what I work with. So going to a, a pharmaceutical company, like the labs aren't as 
meticulous or rigorous about how the practices should be done. And so, like, the day we was going over safety, and I'm like, why would y'all do that? Or why not do this? Or why not try that? And he was like, see, I need somebody forward thinking like that. And he was like, you've been involved in safety? And I was like, yeah. I didn't really have a choice at my last job. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's so good. So, man, so far, so good. So, it's a job. I'm blessed. I'm glad to finally be working. Look at Biff being the overachieving new person. Biff, that's not even on me. <laughs> Because that I'm like, if one thing I'm serious about working in the lab, because I work with such harsh chemicals and shit that literally could kill you upon contact, I'm very cognizant of safety. Mm. If I do not feel comfortable, I'm not gonna do it. I'm still gonna get paid regardless. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna do it. I just there's some things you can play about, but you know, if I work, you know, retail job and shit, I ain't worried about safety too much. But when I'm in there using chemicals that can burn through a damn body or you know, oh, if I no. drop this, all hell can break loose. Like I'm not gonna play with no shit like that. So yeah, I'm gonna ask why y'all, why these doors ain't locked, or why this not put up like this, or why don't y'all have these meetings and stuff like this to discuss this, or you know what I'm saying? You know what, Biff? I never asked you this. What made you get into this? I like chemistry because sometimes there's never a definite answer, so it'll always be something to do. Mike, I don't like. I don't. I like some engineering, but that shit is so definite and so boring. Yeah, I don't want to do that. And then biology, I'm not good with memorization because I was smoking anyway in college and my short term is shit. So, and I was like, chemistry is just fun. Like chemistry, you can literally change anything. And then with chemistry, I can literally study anything. Like, okay, last year I was in a government lab. This year I'm in a pharmaceutical lab. Next year I could be like in a veterinarian lab, or next year I could be at one of the big oil rig companies working in a lab. Like it's so vast, you could do so much with it. Mm. I think that's probably why I chose it. So just in case I get uncomfortable in one field like I did out there, I can switch to another field. <clears throat> and the whole thing about like STEM related fields is they they live off of experience. They love when you say you got experience or done some shit. They be they be eating that shit up. You work where? You've done that what? Yo, experience yeah. is the truth, man. Let me tell y'all. <laughs> Go get experience, man. For real. Yeah. I'm be honest, sometimes sometimes it's not what you know, but who you know and experience. Experience goes a long way. I'm telling you, you can meet mad people like <clears throat> I just met one of the people I work with um on my part time job is a manager at Costco. And he's gonna try to um if he has another free membership, I'm about to get a free membership. Um hey. and he was like, If you ever wanna work at Costco, let me know, type deal. And they pay, oh my God, Costco pays really well. They pay well, yeah, they do. And they the pay well across, like the, he said, a United, yeah. across the United States. Like, what the, what a manager here makes, that's what they'll make in South Carolina. Like, they pay across the board. I was like, oh. Yeah, now, they pay good, because my mom, when she worked for Costco that little bit, and she wanted nothing but one of the taste tester ladies. She was making damn $15 an hour. What? Down here, and yeah. Hold on, let me, let me rewind that. Nani? Broke ass, <laughs> right. Nani? <laughs> <laughs> right, oh, broke ass Georgia making fifteen dollars an hour asking people, do they want to taste a motherfucking crackers and cheese? Jesus, and she loved that part time job. She loved that part time job. I'm with then it. Then they had them like traveling and stuff. Like they was all down in Savannah, like doing like hustle with hosts, like events and stuff. And like hmm. they would have to pull other taste testers from other other Costco's to come down and do the events. Like, yeah. That shit was crazy. Fifteen dollars an hour, part time work. All she did was work Friday, Saturday, or like Friday and Sunday. One, I think it's Friday and Saturday. 
Sheesh. Just to stand there. Yeah, Friday and Saturday, the big days. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, the big days when the people walk in and eat all the food and stuff. Try to mm-hmm. stay and all that. On the weekend, yep. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to chronicle mm-hmm. all the jobs I've had. I think I'm over 25 now. Damn, Bill. <sighs> yeah, I don't I like... Few... I, I like money coming in all the time. I don't... <laughs> Yeah. Uh, tell me about it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna go back to probably about go back to Foot Locker too. Oh God, I cannot wait for those stories. Oh God, best the stories I had at a foot action. I can just imagine what this shit gonna be like at Foot Locker because that got more traffic than my old store. Biff about to be back on it. <laughs> Let me go find some tight black pants to put on my referee shirt. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us for this episode. We kept it short. We kept it sweet. <clears throat> As you know, you can hit us up, FME underscore podcast on Instagram, from my experience podcast at gmail.com. And from my experience podcast on Facebook, join the Facebook group. Hit us up, man. Um, and we'll catch y'all next time. All right. Stay you, stay, wait, stay you, stay proud, stay black, and stay down. <laughs> Cause sometimes Biff, you can make me switch it up. Say, say people of color, but not black, proud, and stay down. <laughs> and we will catch you guys next week. Peace. Peace.